Hi, my name's John Passano. And my name's Jack Lafferty. And we're going to be doing a podcast on the Scarlet Abyss. Alright, so now we're going to be giving our opinions on the story. And I will go first. So, I really enjoyed this story. It was it was very sad at first, and it was like a very large mood swing. It went from very sad to very happy. And then it was very sad. Uh... But the reason I like this story is because the mood swings made it, like, happier and lighter. But then it also made you sad for the story. And But it was had a very good message, and it helped you learn a new message. I really enjoyed the story. I thought it showed a very good message, just like Jack said. And it started out with Doodle being born and the narrator talking about how crazy Doodle was and how he was impaired. And the doctor said Doodle would never walk. And the narrator kind of made it his job to teach Doodle how to walk. And he ended up teaching Doodle how to walk. And then he ended up pushing Doodle a little bit too hard by leaving him behind. And he expected Doodle to run up behind him and just catch up to him. But Doodle got scared and he died. And um, I thought it was really sad. And it showed a really good message, which was to not take anything for granted. Now we're going to be talking about our thematic lens, which is don't take stuff for granted. So how this relates to me is I take advantage of like my little sister or my brother by like asking them to do stuff or go telling them to grab something for me or to stop annoying me because they're getting on my nerves. But I just need to calm down. The things that I take advantage of are mostly my parents. I don't really realize how much they do for me, like driving me places, driving me to sports, driving me to school, driving me to anything. And they don't really get rewarded for that. So I just need to start realizing how much they do for me. Alright, so now we're going to be doing our 30-second summaries. We will give each other 30 seconds to explain the plot of the story, what happens, and we'll switch off between who goes first and who goes second. And you can comment down below on the hashtag John Jack Podcast Scarlet Abyss by James Hurst on Instagram or Twitter to see who the better 30 second summary was and jack will be going first start in three two one all right so in the story of the scarlet abyss there's uh the narrator who is the brother of doodle and doodle is this young boy who all the parents and all the people thought would die except for his aunt his aunt thought he would live because he was born in a certain blanket i think they said which was, like, made from Jesus' nightgown. And, um, the brother then learned to... That's it. Time. All right, now it's going to be my turn. All right, so now John is going to do his 30-second summary. Three, two, one, go. This is a story about uh, the narrator and his baby brother who just was born... And he was impaired and was said that he would probably just have to lay down his whole life and nobody would be able to scare him, make him excited or anything because it might kill him. 
and Doodle didn't, or the narrator didn't believe him and took Doodle out pretty much every day to teach him how to walk. And he ended up teaching him how to walk successfully. And for him to get better and better at it, they kept practicing. Right. That's it. Now we're going to be stating four ideas from the story that related to our thematic lens of don't take stuff for granted. And our first idea was don't take stuff for granted. And the quote that goes along with that is, so I began to make plans to kill him by smothering him with a pillow. That is on page 345. And it's showing that the narrator doesn't really appreciate Doodle for how hard he's trying to walk and how hard he's working to get to be normal like all the other kids. And he is mad at my he is mad at his brother who didn't really do anything wrong. He doesn't really give him a chance. He just th wants to kill him because he heard that he might not he might be lame for the rest of his life. Yeah, and he's kind of embarrassed about how Doodle's his brother and he's impaired and he wants him to just be a normal kid. All right, so the second quote that we chose was on page 347. And the quote was, this never failed to make him try again. And what never failed to make him try again was encouraging his brother Doodle to keep trying. And he honestly made fun of him, he, like told him he would never, never be able to walk. He told him he'd be just like the normal kids if he kept trying. So that encouraged his brother to continue to walk. And this was guilting Doodle into trying harder so that he eventually did walk. And our third quote is, Doodle walked only because I was ashamed of having a crippled brother on page 347. And this, the narrator said this because once he told, once he taught Doodle to walk and he showed his family that he did, he kind of realized that Doodle was only able to walk because he was embarrassed of having a little brother who was pretty much just not normal and he was ashamed of that and he only taught doodle because he was embarrassed of how he was and how he wasn't normal and so our fourth quote it was on page 350 and the quote was doodle was far behind schedule and what this quote means was the narrator was talking about his brother how he was it was almost time for school and he was trying to get his brother to doodle to learn more to like be like the normal kids like canoe and go canoeing and climb trees and have fun with his friends that he might make at school but he was looking as at doodle as an experiment and he was his brother was behind schedule and he was like not able to do those things because of the storms and how he kept getting sick over and over again now we're going to do four-tiered reading on one quote, and the quote that we chose is our fourth quote, which is, Doodle is far behind schedule. And what is literally going on here is, Doodle is behind schedule for learning to walk. Because, well, not really learning to walk, because it's after he actually learned to walk, but it's just teaching, he's kind of just making sure he can keep on walking, and he won't ever be able to, or he won't ever forget how to walk. And the narrator is just trying to make, make him stronger like, like and the normal kids like. yeah make him stronger and be able to walk easier all right so for tier two i'm going to be talking about the figurative meaning of the sentence which is the narrator uses doodle as an experiment because he is embarrassed of him he's embarrassed of how his brother is not like the normal kids how he just 
doesn't fit in. So for tier three, we're going to each reflect personally on the quote. We're going to say what it means to us, how we can see the concept in the sentence playing out in our life, and what it reminds us of. And for me, it means that I shouldn't take advantage of anything. And things that I have, other people might not. And I, the things that I have to learn to not take advantage of are my parents. Because some people don't have parents that love them and drive them places. And some people don't even have parents that are still around. It reminds me of when there's times where I don't really appreciate my parents and I get mad at them for bugging me or stuff like that. And really, I should be happy that they love me and that they're still around. All right, so for my reflection on the sentence was kind of like the opposite of John. I This reminds me of being taken advantage of. I sometimes feel taken advantage of when my brother, for example, like when we finish eating dinner or we have to like clean up the table and to clean the dishes and stuff, my brother just leaves and goes, pretends to use the bathroom or something, says he has homework. And so I just like, I have to do all the work while he's just not. For tier four, we're also both going to answer this. And the sense of, it's about what the sentence calls us to do and how the sentence would make us want to behave differently based on the meaning of it. And it calls me to appreciate my parents. And I need to realize how much they do for me and how much they love me. Now on to Jack. All right, so for my tier four, uh, this sentence calls me to thrive and to get stuff done. And Doodle had to overcome all the other people and all the other people who went to school so that he could go to school and he could be normal like all his friends and be able to play with them and climb trees and go canoeing. And we're going to end it off with a blessing for a character of our choosing. I chose Doodle. And the reason I'm blessing him is because... No matter what, he keeps trying, and he was told by the doctors that he would probably have to just lay in his bed his whole life and have people feed him and have him have them carry him places. But against all odds, he learned to walk. He learned to almost run. He was, he learned to walk pretty fast, and he learned how to do stuff on his own without the help of others. And when everybody was Everybody thought that he was just going to be a crippled kid who wouldn't be able to be a normal person. All right, so for my blessing, I would like to bless the narrator. Uh, the reason I would like to bless the narrator is because he helped his brother to become normal like all the other kids. He was trying to help him so that he could go to school and he could walk and he could just have fun. This has been our podcast of Scarlet Abyss by James Hurst. And once again, I'm just going to remind you that you can vote on our hashtag on Twitter and Instagram on who had the better 30-second summary. And whoever wins gets a high five. So big stakes and... Thank We're you. signing off. See you next week.